because I'm excited to be back. Oh, my God. We're back again. It's 2016. <laughs> we, said, out. we were back in 2016. We, yeah. we said we were going away till they won a first-round matchup. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> why, that's why we were away for two months. We just wanted to make sure the Raptors won, so we actually had a reason to come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's, how are you guys? I'm, I'm great. Good. I yeah. guess, I mean, the last time we recorded, it was the Super Bowl. So, Holy smokes. Well, well we're, we're sorry, everyone. We're, we're sorry. Oh, we're we, we missed yeah. you. We hope you missed us. Yeah. Yeah. But, but to make up for that, we have a uh, the most people on the podcast ever, and we're doing a panel-style podcast. Yeah. It's going to be a real yeah. wing-dinger, guys. This is new for us. <laughs> whoa, 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 indeed. Yeah. Um, Kevin, you want to hit up the first intro? Yeah, yeah. Um, please welcome to the podcast uh, a, a very uh, funny woman, an excellent stand-up comedian, uh, host of her own NBA podcast. Please welcome Catherine Niker. Oh, I gotta get real music. The music's cool. We all, <laughs> we all get up and like dance. And... <laughs> Matt, that's a hot track. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty sweet like, track. Yeah. That's uh, well, yeah. It's her first show in three months. So like, come on, I gotta. I gotta that was very out. nice. Thank you. <laughs> How you doing, Catherine? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feeling pumped? I'm feeling yeah. pumped. Pumped. Um, okay. Next up, a very, very good friend of mine, um, living in LA right now. A sweet dude, funny man, tall man, frequent <laughs> of the podcast. Give it up for Adam Christie. Hi guys, big basketball fan, ready to talk to some Raptors and playoff basketball tonight. <laughs> he's he's jogging. Everyone should know that he's jogging. He, well, he does the podcast, he jogs, so that's cool. He's LA, he's fit. I'm, ac- I'm actually here at a gym. Kyle Lowry had such a bad game yesterday that I also stayed up until four in the morning shooting three <laughs> Hey, that's, a, that's what a fan does. Yeah. That's what a fan Every does. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Um, let's keep this baby going. Uh, I'll, I'll do the last guess. Sure, fire away. Um, also a very good friend of mine, uh, extremely good writer, uh, very, very smart dude, hilarious, nice guy. Please give it up for Chris Dart. Oh, wow. He's drinking right now. That's like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different direction musically, and I think I like it. Wow. It's very organic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's V-organic. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Um, getting, you know, uh, my my girlfriend always says she's like, I don't know why you watch basketball like as a recreational thing because you get so stressed out. Yes, but like, I'm pretty glad to be here. The when they lost to Brooklyn uh, two years ago, Game Seven, the entire last quarter. Even though I was watching it with people, I was literally in a corner facing a corner because I could not handle what was happening. Yeah. I was too – anyway, so I'm, I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready. No, it's real. It's real. It, it's real. It's uh, real. Yes, I, went, I went to a, an extreme peak, obviously, last night, as we'll, as we'll get to, but the, uh, the, the Kyle Lowry half-court heave. 
Yeah. Can't remember feeling more elation in a, in a playoff moment. I felt so alive. And then almost immediately, I was right back in my seat just with my arms crossed as soon as D-Wade and Joe Johnson were like, no, we're going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you sons of... Yeah. yeah. They had their briefcases and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we got a full house. Yeah. Uh, I say we kick this baby off. All right, let's, let's fire away. So, yeah, the way it's going to work today is um, me and Kevin have lined up uh, our very best questions yes. for the guests. And, Spent um, hours at the library. Yeah, studying um, Toronto Reference Library. It's beautiful. It's yeah. big. Check Read it out. a lot of newspapers from the 60s. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, Kev, do you, uh, you, you want to get going? Yeah, we're going yeah. to do Raptors first, then we're going to do NBA, and then we're going to finish off with a little list. Okay, so so last night, I, um, you know, it was a pretty interesting matchup. Could have gone either way in the end there. Um, Miami's veteran Wiles took it. Um, what do you guys think we need? What do you think the Raptors need to actually win this series? Do we need more from last night? Do we need more in that direction? Do we need to go a whole different direction? Who needs to step up? All that. Uh, Catherine, what do you think? Um, I think this might sound really ridiculous, but I really think they just need to calm down. Yeah. You know, more than anything, That's they just fair. need to to loosen up and just play like they were in the regular season. I mean, I and like this whole like thing with Kyle's elbows oh, is like we don't we don't know. Like so I mm. mean, if that's really affecting his shooting then it is what it is, but overall I just think this whole team just needs to like yeah. They they have to play like they deserve to be there. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like well, they yeah. they're, they're still playing nervous and it's like a little ridiculous. Like yeah. I can't recall a team that's played this nervous for yeah. this, I, long, for this like, long. Yeah, like usually in the second it, round. Especially the after second the round, slog of that first usually, round. Usually, yeah, right? like the first game or two, you get those jitters out of your system mm-hmm. um with most teams that are quite frankly new to the playoffs. So yes. this team's not even new to the playoffs yeah. and they're they're still playing nervous. I I think all of this is psychological more than their ability. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I agree entirely with that. Yeah, Me definitely. Too. Um, and and I I hope that Lowry's hours in the gym last night are sort of him like just getting, <laughs> just finding what he likes about basketball again. That's what know? his elbow needs, right? Yeah, yeah, his, his <laughs> for sure. Nonstop working out. Yeah, for sure. That's how you deal with thing. bursitis. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> relentless exercise. That's exactly yeah. what bursitis requires. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, what do you think? Um, I mean, I have I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, what a lot of them are about Tamar DeRozan. One is he needs to pass the fucking ball. Yep, yeah. uh, and, and not when he's already in the air. And like, yeah, not when he's already in the air and it's an aborted shot. But he's Steve Nash. No, <laughs> that's the thing, though. He's just not. So I, mean, I think, I think, I think, really distribution as a whole and needs to have. Because I mean, sometimes like when they're on, they pass the ball so well, yeah. but like something happens. And I'm not enough of an expert on basketball or psychology to figure out what that is. Right. But there's a thing that happens where suddenly that stops and it's just like DeMar Iso when he just becomes a black hole for balls. And I think that's that has to not happen. Yeah. It, uh, it seems like it's a frustration thing where we just go away from our system. Or maybe we get tired. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure that will happen in the playoffs, but... We're all hoping it does. Yeah. Because that's like the, to, in my mind, that's like kind of the clear evolution of where the Raptors need to go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, AC, what you think? Um, 
I I just like to make a side note that I think the the Kyle Lowry staying in the gym storyline is one of the lamest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that on Facebook of like Kyle, this is Kyle Lowry at one in the morning, I was like, oh brother, this is not <laughs> yeah, what yeah. we need. <laughs> Isn't there a gym where you can do that where you're like by yourself and not like I don't know, you're not getting a contract, bud. But also he shot. Uh, one for 11 on open shots. Ugh. Kyle Lowry has been terrible. I feel like it's Kyle Lowry. That last game, at least. Because DeMar DeRozan, I, I read that he had his second game where he shot over 40%, which is fine. I, I feel like DeMar DeRozan can shoot over forty, around 40% and will still be effective and he'll still go to the line. But if Kyle Lowry keeps shooting at like, what is he shooting at three? Like 15%? Yeah, 16, I there think. There's an ESPN stats, stats and info that came out that said that Kyle Lowry in the playoffs is shooting worse from three than DeAndre Jordan. His career. Oh, oh, wow. I almost oh, didn't want God. to know that. Yeah. <laughs> that DeAndre Jordan is a, is a career 19% three-point shooter, and Kyle Lowry is doing worse than that. So I think he just has – he, like, has the yips, which is a, a term I just learned recently, but – He's just not there. He's just not good. It's, uh, I have I have heard the yips too. Uh, there's a lot of confused faces here. It's uh, I think it's I think it's like an older sports writer term, but it yeah. means like literally like yip, like a like a frightened small dog. Right. I think is what it's you're like looking what, for. It's, okay, it's let's. When a, yeah. It's when a baseball player loses it. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. bring that back. I guess. Yip yips is also a golf thing. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yips yips is for sure when a when a golfer. I've heard it used like when a golfer loses his short game, like he just can't. He just can't make putts go like putts wow. go like he used to, and uh, so that's so yips are pretty sad. Yeah, yips yeah. are not good. Not, they're not, not what, what I thought. They're they're yips are bad. Also, I just want to say that's I mean, the it, second. It, you, oh, dog. sorry, go on. No, sorry. I just want to say that's the second dog reference I've heard to this team in the past twenty four hours. Next yeah. to like the TNT panel <laughs> telling Dwayne Casey to put on a short leash for oh. Kyle Lowry. Oh. So just, uh, oh. Let's keep those dog references are coming. He likes them. I don't know what that means. 99 Dalmatians, but you know what I mean? Wait, is that what that movie's called? It's 101. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? 99 problems? Sure. Lift balloons? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Sorry, guys. Um, So what do I think is going to make this uh, Raptors team go? Mm -hmm. Does it come back to the question? Is that basically like how do they shake whatever they have off? What's got to give? Um. Okay, this is obviously uh, maybe a bit too like reductive, but I think that the Raptors, I like 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 without tapping into any psychology, like I don't know how they're going to do that with DeRozan passing more sure. or Lowry playing better. I think the simplest way to do that is shooters on the co- on the court shooting, and I think that sounds ridiculous, but what I mean by that is basically we need to figure out how to separate Demar and Jonas as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And everyone else who plays needs to be a good shooter with the exception of Kyle Lowry, because we're like, we just have to hope that he turns it around. Yeah. And, and I want the instruction to be just shoot like crazy because the teams respect shooters. They respect like, if you take the shot, they respect that. That might result in like a really, really ugly half or two. And maybe we'll lose a game, but I don't know. Um, can I ask you to clarify? What do you mean by like separating DeRozan and Jonas? So like they start every game together, 
they play the majority of their minutes together. So like, it's definitely a kind of a tightrope walk because like, you know how they always try and get the bench. They're like one of our best um, lineups is bench plus Lowry. It's kind of like Biombo, um, yeah, Carol, Powell, Powell, Powell yeah. Ross, or yeah, yeah, Joseph Lowry. It's some kind of mm-hmm. combination of that. Yeah. So basically, you know, maybe starting the game without DeRozan and um, bringing in, you know, four minutes into the game, you you sub in DeRozan and Biombo and take out. Take out. Um, so you're you're saying focus on Jonas as like secondary scorer, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think he'd get more looks that way, and I think that we'd be in less of like we'd have better spacing because um, we have a bunch of people who can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, Biombo, Valanciunas, and DeRozan are the only people who don't shoot the three that we're currently playing. Yeah, I don't. DeRozan's not going to come off the bench. No, that's crazy. maybe Jonas could though. No, I think this this no, team I already. Thought, no, sorry. I go ahead. Lineup. I I thought our starting lineup yesterday was good, and I think we should mm-hmm. go with that starting lineup. Um, I do like that starting lineup with uh, a switch. Freddie mentioned just switch Lowry onto Wade and and Powell onto Dragic instead, just to like. Yep. In match, all fair, match speeds. In a all fairness, more. I stole that from the Raptors Republic podcast. Hey, those guys are cool too. We were talking <laughs> earlier today. They were saying put Powell on. Um, Dragic and Lowry on Wade. I thought it was a pretty good idea. Um, okay, what's your... Uh, why don't you, why don't you uh, okay, I'll, take a run around I'll the horn? I'll hit you guys up. Wait, Maddie, do you got any... Uh, how do the Raptors shake it loose? Uh, last night was a tragedy. Oh. Whoa! That, is that all you're going to say on the issue? Or? <laughs> guys, Matt's recording the podcast and he got up and left. <laughs> He's firing his air gun. Um, okay, well, since we were already talking about it, um, so Lowry goes into the gym and is taking shots until late in the night. There's cameras <laughs> around. Josh mm. Lewenberg's reporting on it as it's happening. Kind of weird. Kind of lame, I guess. Um, but, you know, you don't have to elaborate if you don't want to. But does this make you feel inspired by Kyle Lowry or sad for <laughs> Kyle Lowry? I'm going to start with you, Chris. Annoyed with Kyle Lowry. Annoyed mm. with. Okay, question. Has anyone here ever had bursitis? No. no. Okay. I am not a professional athlete, nor particularly athletic. In fact, I'm kind of fat. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, like, I do, I do, I am more active than people think. I do a lot of martial arts stuff, and I've had bursitis. Guys, back off Chris. Okay. And I've had bursitis <laughs> okay, in my knee. Okay, I've had bursitis in my knee, and, like, for sure, the one thing that it really doesn't need is three or four hours of just, <laughs> just practice, just, bo- just bothering the swole, the swollen joint. Like yeah. that's the worst thing it could you could possibly do. Um, and so the idea of him sh- just shoot like to make a point or to like exercise some demons, I'm like, your elbow doesn't need that shit at all, man. Just, yeah. just go home and ice that and fucking think about what you've done. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I thought I thought that we would hear that he was in a cold bath for three hours, yes. yeah. just going stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so cold bath from Matt. That's <laughs> annoyed from Chris. Um, what are you thinking, Adam? I thought he wasn't injured. I thought Zach Lowe reported that he wasn't injured, and Kyle Lowry said that his elbow feels fine. That's Jeez, what I this thought. Is, this is what we're hearing now. I I personally don't know what to what to go with either way. Yeah. Um, so, but Adam, so you, you think it's lame, but like, as far as your feelings towards Kyle Lowry inspired? 
Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a bad news story. It's just kind of like, you know, it's like, okay, man, make sure you're good on the court. You know, what I feel like, I feel like, because I, I think it's a broken record and, and Damar and Lowry are the reason why we've had struggles because they haven't been playing like all-stars. They haven't been playing like franchise players. Yeah. I feel like, and this is my solution. You grab Austin Matthews. Who's going to be the number one pick for the league? Yes, and you put him. You start him at point guard. No, here's my real fake thing: is okay. uh, he goes into the locker room and Dwayne Casey points at him and he's like, "Don't all the stress of Toronto sports fan will be on this guy soon, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Everyone's gonna forget everything that's ever happened. That's actually this very guy's going true. To carry the whole burden of this city yeah. for yeah. the next ten years." Yeah, the Raptors can have like a 60 win season next year and they won't outrank Austin Matthews like articles. Yeah. There's no way. The Tor- the Toronto Star every day it's going to be Austin Matthews. So don't worry about it guys. We're good. <laughs> okay. So your message to Kyle Lowry is yes. follow Austin, Austin Matthews think on of Twitter. Austin like, Matthews. Yeah. At the very settle, least. settle into your obsolescence um, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Kev, did I grab you on this? No. Uh I uh I personally I think it kind of depends on what the mood in the locker room is now. I'm getting the impression that Damari uh, and Patterson and even Biz a little bit are like, I'm sick of our all-star baby captains right now. Um, there's a lot of them being like, like Kyle and Damari being like, you know, we just got to, we just, it's not the end of the world. And Damari and Patterson being like, oh, it's kind of the end of the world. We should play better. And right. so if they're starting to like be frustrated with these guys, then this is a real bad look, I think. Um, but I also think sports is like a dumb cliche place. It's where all of the stupidest cliches live. And uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the image of Lowry, I think that the image of Lowry shooting till 1 a.m., if he's still like the emotional leader of this team, I think that sports is like, is that special kind of dumb where everyone's going to be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And maybe Lowry does Guys, like Kev's like actually blushing right now, and he, he's inspired. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go shoot. I'll see you guys in a bit. Did I, did I grab you on this, Kevin? Uh, no, but just to add to Kevin's point, I think it might have been a little contrived. Totally. Yeah, totally. like so. Okay, then completely contrived. Okay, I'm glad right. we're. Yeah, yeah. I was just doing that. I'm gonna apologize before I make a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. You know, it's good to be tentative in this world. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are my instincts. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it was it was contrived. Maybe you know, this is his first time in his life trying to send a message. Right. <laughs> right. It actually, for sure is because he's always been like. The angry guy instead of like yeah. yeah so you know I mean a for effort I don't know that's <laughs> sure. how I feel sure. with a big question mark yeah did you hear that thing though that they changed the time code around and it was actually eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> no, that's okay. Good. I'm like based on what <laughs> I don't know. I just have to be silly. Um, uh, Kev, uh, yeah, right. Okay, so um, kind of keeping on this track. Um, I know it's not actually ever going to happen because, because I guess you just can't do it in basketball, but at what point are we like, Kojo, can you kind of run things a bit? Like, is there going to be a shift in the series where we lean way more on Corey Joseph? It happened a little bit in Indiana where it was like, you take the shots, man. 
Um, is that a potential solution to the Kyle Lowry debacle? Um, Fred, what do you think? Um, I'm going to say no. Uh, I think that uh, Joseph offers a bunch of stuff um, and is is kind of best when he plays with Lowry. So I don't think he'll like subtract from Lowry's minutes. If anything, I think he'll take away from DeRozan's minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if this is a bit bleak, but I don't think there is a solution this year to Lowry. I think that we've invested way too much in him. You could probably say the same for DeRozan, but yeah, like Kyle Lowry's even more so the kind of like stubborn captain on this team. So right. I'm going to say no. Cool, Adam. Yeah, I think I think the same thing. I think. I think Casey and Lowry are going to just kind of hope that he comes back. But yeah, I can't, I can't see it happening. We've seen eight games and last, last game, like I was reading something and they were like, think of it this way. If without the miraculous three, Kyle Lowry scored four points. Like I treat Lowry right now. Like he's uh, like Rondo with the broken arm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he can't give us a hundred percent, but he, he can still give us that type of like bulldog defense. Like, yeah, can he average uh, eight like assists being, or something? O-Reeves and taking charges and handing out assists, but he's not like, you know, he's just not him and DeRozan haven't been playing like star players. So we just kind of have two more role players on the, on the team. What do you think, Catherine? Um, yeah, I, I agree with that point. I think um, for Lowry, I think maybe he needs to take uh, the type of approach where he feels like he can lead without scoring if yeah. that makes any sense. Totally. Like he could still like, like the traditional I, point guard. Yeah. Like right. I believe his assist numbers are about the same. Yeah. And if I he plays, a, had a like tiny bump. Like yeah. A maybe. A, yeah. yeah. So like if, if he just focuses on that in defense and just like getting to the basket when he can, mm-hmm. I think that would be so much better for everybody. And, you know, Corey Joseph can score a bit more maybe, yeah. but yeah. I don't think we should be like giving leadership duties to Corey Joseph. I just think yeah. Kyle Lowry needs to think of other ways to get himself involved and not worry about scoring so much. I mean, I think everybody kind of said what I want yeah. to say. I think, I think like, yeah, you had to go last. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I think, I think like the thing what I've been thinking about a lot this series is like when Kyle Lowry's shot isn't falling, <laughs> There's still a lot that Kyle Lowry totally. brings, yes. right? Yeah. I mean, he's still an amazing perimeter defender. He's still an amazing distributor. He's still, like, fucking hockey tough, yeah. MMA loose, tough. like loose ball will, guy. Yeah. He rebounds well for his position. Yeah. 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 Whereas when DeMar's shot isn't falling, there's just nothing happening. So I think, like, mm-hmm. I don't think Kyle Lowry necessarily, necessarily needs fewer minutes. I think he just needs to take fewer shots, and those can be distributed any way you see fit. But like, I think he can. I think he still needs to be on the floor doing all those other things, mm-hmm. creating opportunities for other people, making life unpleasant for the op- opposite team's guards. But maybe if he if they, they call fewer plays for him, I think yeah. that's okay. So yeah, slight sidebar then. If Kyle Lowry takes like six shots a game, is our offense still manageable that way? It would definitely change the offense. Mm-hmm. So that would change. But I mean, that give, would give them all the Jonas, maybe. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I think yeah. other people would make up, like yeah. the the team would make up for the scoring. I yeah. think. Yeah. And like you were saying with Carol and Patterson, like I think they can take more shots. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, I think he, yeah, right. he can't yeah. stop taking open threes though. Yes. Like, yeah. I guess that's true. That, yeah. But like, yeah. they just need to start falling. Mm-hmm. I mean, other teams like both Miami and Indiana have had a hard time with Jonas. Like, I think. <laughs> Like I, yeah. I feel like small ball's gone so far one way that when you see a like a real like a real 
solid seven foot, two hundred and sixty pound center, people are a bit like, oh, now you know they're like, yeah, oh, they, they, they step yeah. back a bit. So, like, I think, I think, yeah, more ball for Jonas. That's what I've been saying all season, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I think a lot of people have been yeah. saying that for like three that. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, am I up next? Yeah. Okay, so I'm um, gonna lighten the mood here a little bit. Okay. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? Um, I thought I thought you had something for me there, Matt. You looked at me and you're like, you ready for this? I just shot my air gun in your eye. Oh, ow. Don't shoot. I, guys, I'm getting shot with an air gun. And I have no more <laughs> eyes. But uh, I still have a question. Um, I'll start with you, Catherine. Okay. Who is your favorite raptor? Oh, man. I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just one. Well, this is such a hard time to, to ask because I'm just so disappointed in so many <laughs> <Right>. of them. <laughs> or it could be, who's disappointing you the least? Oh, man. Um, N- not necessarily in the di- playoffs, okay, like well, overall. Dis- <laughs> I love how I changed that question. Okay, so disappointing me the least would probably be Jonas. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite, probably Corey Joseph. Okay. Hometown nice. guy. Yeah, yeah, hometown guy. Six. Talks like he's one of my friends from Ajax. Yeah, he has a Pickering yeah. voice. If, if yeah. I, yeah. Like, oh, Pickering, yes. If yeah. I was like in high school, like his picture would probably be in my locker. You know oh, what I mean? for sure. Yeah. He has that so, name. Corey is, is one yeah, of those dream yeah. boat Yes, real. it is. Let's be real. Yeah. If you had a locker, would his picture be in there? Yeah. Like adult. Yeah. Adult like, Catherine. <laughs> if you had a locker at work. If I, oh. Like a gym locker <laughs> or something. If you just had a locker, period. <laughs> uh, yeah, like him and Drake, maybe. No, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't have pictures now, but yeah. Okay. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, I'll go to you next. Right now, I would say Norman Powell. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Um, I mean, I mean, not only like for like a late second round pick, he's just been like total value, mm-hmm. and oh, I yeah. love how he looks furiously angry when at he plays. all times. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing about him. Like he. He just looks so angry. I want people to call him Normcore Powell. I know. So yeah, we're, we're but, really trying to get that going. Mister Serious seems Mr. to be Sirius picking up, amazing. and that's not I'm, a bad thing. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's never having fun. This is all business. And if you get too close, he'll probably bite you. Like I <laughs> fucking sure. love this man. He's a guy after my own heart in so many ways. Beautiful. Are you? Do you bite um, people, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Get close and find out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, why don't you uh, have a look? We've there. got an Kevin. appointment for a post podcast. Um, <laughs> Matt, who's your favorite rapper? Um, well, in the first round, I really like Biombo. I just thought yeah. he was special. Mm-hmm. Stuff he was doing, um, but not not he last had a tough night. one last night. Not last yeah. night. Real tough, and it's gonna like be hard everybody for him to was be shooting a... with his hands last night, which was awful. Yeah, and it's going to be hard for him to be effective in the series. I yeah, think. Mm-hmm. I think um, so. Kevin, what about you? Who's your favorite raptor? Mm, I think, and if if you'd asked me at the start of the year, I wouldn't have said this, but Uh-oh. I think it's uh, I think it's our old simple plan blast and friend Patrick Patterson. Whoa, <laughs> Patrick I love Patterson, him. simple plan's biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, simple plan's only fan. Donates a lot of money though, so he's keeping them alive. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, he's bought a lot of their CDs that they insist on still printing, and they still come to the ACC. So yeah. I think they're doing. They're right. doing okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've really, I've really enjoyed the evolution of his game. I kind I find it so endearing that he has a thing about starting, which I thought I thought meant when I first heard it that he was like, I want to start, but apparently he was like, Don't start me. I want to be the bench guy, and I'm like, Really, really? That's yeah. So I mean, he's like 24. He's 
seems like an old man, yeah. which I also so love. Is yeah. he 24? I think he's 24. Yeah, he might wow, be 25. I didn't know he's he might be 25, 26. Yeah, his Players' um, Tribune but he's article like, is great. His Players' Tribune article is so awesome. He loves Toronto. Um, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's a good It's a good oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Adam, who's your favorite Toronto Raptor? A lot of Raptors have been said, so I'm going to go unconventional. I'm going to say my favorite Raptor is the sixth man of the team, the city of Toronto. Nice. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Family fun, great culture, <laughs> restaurants, Black Creek by Pioneer Village. And the fans really bring it every game, except for when they left at uh, with two minutes left before yeah. Kyle Lowry hit the shot and then filed back in. I would the never fans leave. Have really brought it. I don't yeah. even know, because like, especially a playoff game. I feel like that's a money playoffs? thing for me. It's like Same. I cannot risk spending this money and missing anything. And I have, oh, a, yeah. I have a large Timmy's. I'm still working on in the yeah. fourth quarter. Wait, can I? Is that a first? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, what's that? Like, is that a first? Like in the playoffs, like people of people leaving? leaving? It's the first time I've seen it. Yeah. That, uh, if it wasn't like a blowout yeah, or something. I don't like that. But I, but I want to say, like, I wonder if that's a product of this frustration that's been building throughout the playoffs. Maybe could be for and sure. Like, and seats being more expensive. I and seats that, being more expensive. Yeah, thing. I've been upset about that. Um, we, we had to listen to Jack the whole fourth quarter. Oh, my God. Like, it was brutal last night. Did anyone list the, listen up. to the Raps feed? It was. Yeah, I was watching the American feed, but I heard oh. the Raptors feed was very it was, frustrating. Jack would not shut up about how much he loved Miami, about how every one of their players was special, about yeah. how much of a disappointment the Toronto fan base was because yeah. they were so quiet in the third quarter. Wow, Jack. It was wow. rough. It I'm was give, really bad. Next time I see Jack, I'm going to give him a stone. Cold stunner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack clearly started early. That, that, that <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Freddie, who's your favorite raptor? Yeah, yeah who is it, man? Who's oh, it, well, it's got to be Damari Carroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool hair. Whoa, Says yeah. he has over a thousand shoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, loves animals. Volunteers for the SPCA. That's yeah. so great. That's great. And yeah. I really, really love smart players. Yes. Like yeah. I, I don't think he'll ever be the best raptor. Um, or he's probably never been the best player on a, on a team at any given time. But I just like players that are super smart. Yeah, yeah, um, they're fun to watch. I would say in that sense, like, I'll, I love Scola, but then when he started to start on my team and he wasn't supposed to, I was yeah. kind of like, get out of here, man. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Damari Carroll for me. Cool. Nice. Um, it's a great list. Yeah, I want to take yeah. back Biombo. I forgot about Carroll. Nope, you can't. Can't do it. Oh, I'm stuck stone. with Biombo now. Austin Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I forgot about Powell. I put put my pick yeah. based on looks, so there we go. There Don't go. worry about it. He's yeah. very handsome. He's very handsome, and he's he's very good. He's it's a good and choice, good, darn it. Yeah. And I'm sure some ladies like how serious he is all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he all, he can yeah. play a hell of a steel drum. I don't know if anyone saw that video. Pretty impressive. I, I did not. That. Yeah, playing Hotline Bling on steel drums. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's wow. Just, so much Toronto perfection coming together <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, all right. So next question. Um, maybe as hopeful. Maybe not. Let's see how it goes. Um, what do you want to do with Dwayne Casey? His options. His options coming right up around the corner. Is getting to the second round of the playoffs enough for you? Is is are you still out on him or are you seeing growth? Uh, Chris, why don't you go first? Whew. Uh, I mean, 
No, I don't think it's a. I've been done with Dwayne Casey for some time yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't feel like the second round of the playoffs is is gonna be is enough for me. Like, I j- I haven't been impressed with his play calling. I think like yeah, I mean again to I think he's way too tolerant of Demar Demar's Rudy Gay impression. Yeah, um, I mean. <laughs> You know, I, I Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay can shoot threes. So oh, that is that oh. is true. Uh-oh. Wow, shots like, fired. I just, I, you know, I just, I, I can't unless like if we make it to the NBA championship, not even win that because that's never happening. Yeah. But if like LeBron gets hit by a bus or something, mm-hmm. and Casey's driving that bus, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> then, then okay, but. It's hard for him at this point to like be redeemed in my eyes, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no redemption in uh, Mr. Dart's eyes. Great, um, Freddie. What do you say? Um, you got to fire Casey. Yeah, uh, I I think that he's done so much for this organization, and it's a very nuanced thing. But the pressure's not on me. I'm not Masai, mm-hmm. so I can objectively. Um, I mean, one thing I've always said is I think have a replacement in mind that's better than him before you fire him. Yeah, I, yeah. that's that's um, my stance. That's really well. important. But I think there's got to um, be someone better. Go basically, find him. like hopping on Chris's point, I don't think he gives us a competitive edge in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think he does so much for our team, but a lot of what he does is kind of like what a really really good assistant coach does. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's yes. what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, you in or you out? Um, wait, is, is his option up the end of the season? Yeah. Oh, it is? Like it's a team um, option, Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. I don't know with him because it's always about who do you get after you fire your head coach. Yeah. And if there's someone in line that is going to be good, sure. Like if we can get someone big to come to Toronto, which has never happened before, which Dwayne Casey is probably the biggest coach ever to come that to Toronto. That was a big get for us actually um, at the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we get rid of him – I don't know, like when we got rid of Smitch and then it's like, okay, we don't have Sam Mitchell anymore, but here's Jay Triano and we're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't know, like if we're going to go the DeRozan r- route and we can't lure any big name free agents and we kind of stay the course, everyone loves Dwayne Casey in the locker room. Like he's like a really positive figure for Lowry and DeRozan. So if you get rid of their friend and bring someone else in, like – I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be good for the team. Yeah. Plus, I don't think MLSC has spent uh, a jillion dollars on Mike Babcock for the Leafs. I don't think they go out and splurge and try to get like a like a Triple A coach. Mm. I don't think it happens. All right, um, Catherine, what do you think? Um, yeah, it's a solid point. I just got okay. This might not be the most like educated opinion in the world, uh-huh. but I just feel like. He's just not that guy to take us to the next level. It's certainly right. Seems like, and I think yeah. I, I think like he's done a really good job getting us this far. I think he's helped change the culture. I'd say it's something similar to maybe like what Scotty Brooks was able to do in OKC. Yeah, but he oh, just I think they're super yeah, I think that's a really good comparison. He just wasn't that guy to yeah. you know put a ring on it. Yeah, <laughs> so nice song. <laughs> Tied it into the song too. But, we all know that song. Yeah, no, but like, I, yeah, so it's not that I think Dwayne Casey's been horrible, but yeah. I just don't think he's that guy to get us past this. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, I am kind of happy making it to the second round as a Raptors fan, but mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. happy in the way that it has happened. Right. 
Yeah, right? yeah, sure. I totally agree. And I think that's why being in the second round isn't satisfying. Yeah. 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 No. Um, it, it. it also, I, I don't, I don't know if we, even if Greg Popovich is our coach, we're not winning a championship. No, but I think if Greg like Popovich how, is our coach, we maximize. It's a question of like how stuff. much is the coach worth? Like how many? Yeah. How, what, like what win share do you think a coach really like? If Popovich was the coach, coach of the Seventy Sixers, like, do you think they win like four more games? Mm-hmm. Like five more games? <laughs> what a great! I don't know. Like, I, I, I think Popovich need, is the outlier, though, in terms of coaches. Like, I think. Popovich, I know this sounds insane, yeah, but I, I think the Sixers sneak into the playoffs with Popovich. Like, I think there's no other coach that does that. <laughs> no. I think po- like <laughs> no. Popovich, like Popovich makes Popovich systems and turns like play, oh, uh, t- turns players into and, to, and, to his players. In all fairness, he would be like, he'd be like, um, well. Since I'm taking over the Sixers, we're going to suck this year. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to win championships for 21 more years? Yeah. Yeah, like, like... Like, he'd actually probably enjoy being a part of the Sixers right now. Because it would be his... Like, Are you saying the 76ers would tank if Greg Popovich was the coach? <laughs> he'd make them tank one more time. <laughs> he'd be like, how you guys like that? <laughs> oh I'm Pop. We tank one more and time. people would be like, oh, this, this guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Sam we Hink- trust this guy. <laughs> Poor Sam Hinkie's writing another letter. Um, (laughs) yeah i don't know getting back to the raptors like i don't i don't know who replaces casey that is i mean and that is a good point i really don't know who replaces casey i feel like i'm i'm the same way with damar and casey where it's like for sure there's someone better but i'm also just like i just love this ride that we're on right now The, the one guy i have in my head is if jeff gundy is like hey i'll come yeah or if Masai is like, you don't know this guy, but I know this guy. He's the best. Or something like that. Like, Imagine if Masai was like, I'm the coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I was just thinking that, too. Just want to say Masai's Wait, picture say would also be in my locker. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Masai. Masai. Yeah, yeah, That's all. Sure. That's all. Keep going, guys. What, what, did, what did you say, Adam? <laughs> Oh, who who is your recommendation, Kevin? Oh, not like no, no one specific. Just like Masai being like, no one knows who this guy is, but I've scouted him, and he's like a master strategist, and here he is. Like our Brad Stevens or yeah, something, ma- you know? Yeah, maybe. What about David Blatt? Yeah, I, know. He's I was supposed thinking to be amazing. that. Yeah, Blatt, Atori Messina is another interesting one. Yep. Uh, Becky Hammond would be kind of cool. That'd be awesome. She seems like she's great. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, not to keep comparing this team to OKC, but I feel like, like no, has, Billy, really, but has, yeah. has Billy Donovan been that much better for OKC than Scotty yeah, Brooks? It's hard to say. Like, I think he's been like the if, same. Yeah. 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 If anything, like I just think it just same. shows like this is the max of this team's potential. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. Like like IQ for players does matter. Like, yeah. do we think that DeRozan will ever become LeBron? Yeah. I as mean, far as passing, Le- like LeBron definitely seemed, not. Or, sorry, uh, Demar seems like a bit of a dum dum. Like yeah, coaching's this weird yeah, thing yeah. because you also have guys like Rick Carlisle. Who does seem to maximize everyone he plays? Like he's not that, on Popovich's level, but you know, but Zaza that Pachulia Dallas team goes making there. the playoffs this year. Was totally. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna keep his baby rolling. Do it. Um, so, fave Raptor, we have yeah, fun. Um, <laughs> okay, you got to be honest on this one, oh, Matt. I'm gonna start with you. Oh my god. Um, don't worry about the music for now. Okay. If Drake was the same person for a different team, yeah, would you like him? Um, doing all the same stuff, like say, clapping like, in Rodney Stuckey's ears, yeah, like, oh, like yeah. but he's, he's he's a Philly person. No, I well, I, yeah, I think I would hate him. I think you'd so. hate him. I think I would. 
Yeah, like clapping in Stucky's ear. Yeah, you'd hate that it. Was, okay. I'd, be, I'd be pissed at okay, that, so right got that a, moment. Okay, so we got a clear answer from Matt. Hate, and he's actually... But playing. I do love him here. I think he's great for the... Oh, I, if anyone doesn't yeah. like him here, I got to yeah, talk to, yeah, yeah. to them. But I can... like. But that's what we want, right? Like, he's getting under their skin. Yeah, like, it's great. He's hugging them, and, the, you know, he's he's in the huddles now and everything. Like, it's great to see Drake uh, it's amazing. out there. Um, Chris, I'm going to go to you next. Um... You know, I actually wouldn't hate him if he was on another team because yeah. I find Spike's antics as the Knicks super fan yep. endlessly entertaining. Same. Like yeah, exactly. I'm exactly always, what I was gonna I say. will watch the terrible Knicks sometimes just to watch Spike be weird on the sidelines. Yeah. And I think I think it's a very similar thing. So I think I'd still find it quite entertaining. Mm. Okay. Chris is in. Catherine? Um, I, I think it kind of depends on the franchise. Like, there's some franchise, <laughs> Milwaukee, that yeah, that I've just hated from the jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. if it was one of those franchises, maybe not. But also, I, like, it's just I feel like for the first time we've discovered what it's like to be patriotic mm-hmm. in a way yes. these last three to four mm-hmm. years or so with like the We the North thing and Drake and whatever. So it's like it's just so like it still feels so like. Fresh and fresh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm not really finding the words for it, but no. I'm just so into being patriotic for the first time about Toronto. <laughs> That's super fair. <laughs> that it's like, but I think we are quickly becoming like the most obnoxious fan base. <laughs> totally, in all go, of the NBA. Going the way sure. we go to other arenas, it's like yay, <laughs> but it's also like oh man, this is like. <laughs> But like the Let's Go Raptors <laughs> chant in Indiana, and that's like a proud franchise. Yeah, yeah. With but like I also a love that story they history. They should have yeah. gone themselves. It's oh man, it's not an annoying beast has been awoken in mm. Toronto. I, I yeah. love it. Like yeah. I yeah. and yeah. like I mean I think and this is not just basketball. Like I think Toronto's so apologetic. You know, has been so and yeah. so self-effacing yeah. and so. Oh, we're not as good as like middling cities in the states and sort of how we view our like yeah. I mean, okay, like New York, Chicago, LA are their own thing, but like, you know, this feeling like, well, we're not even as cool as Cleveland or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now we're like, no, fuck you. Fuck we're them. Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I really enjoy it. Okay. And I love everything about it. So yeah. yeah. Um, Adam, how are you feeling about Drake, his essence, his being in Toronto? I'd love it. If it was like ludicrous clapping at Tristan Thompson, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to. That'd be amazing. Sure. I'm sheer entertainment as well. Like, yeah. like, I would be annoyed, but it's so funny. It's great. Yeah. Atlanta should just get um, every rapper from the. I know. Yes. Like Atlanta has like kill the front space. row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but sorry, I cut you off, Adam. Were you. Uh, you love oh, it? Oh, no. Well, that's, that's it. And I think what Chris is saying, like, I think Toronto's just a rabid sports city. And since we've been so bad for so long with all of our sports, like people forget that. And people like I've lived in LA for like almost, you know, uh, on and off for like a year and a half. And it's Toronto's a way big, like no one gives a shit about sports in LA. Right. So like, but it's, hikes. it's one thing I miss most about Toronto is how much people care about sports. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, Cool. So we're going to open it up to the NBA in general, yeah. uh, if I might. Um, I'm just going hit to you, hit you with one broad one. Just, sure. Just straight across the bow, everyone. Um, can G-State win the championship without Stephen Curry? Uh, can... uh, oh, sorry. I was going to go first. Go, go. Yes. Um, Bold yes. Hard yes. It, it will be tight, and it's hard to imagine them beating San Antonio, but 
I kind of at first I thought San Antonio was going to crush OKC. Now after that game two, I think they'll probably still beat OKC. But um, G State is that good. That I, th- I, I okay. I think Their they can. Nuts. I think they can. I wouldn't say that they're they're that, they that, like, it, will. That, yeah, exactly. Mm. Like prior to Steph's injury, it's like they will win a championship, even with San Antonio there. Yeah. But now it's kind of like I think they can. But yeah, I don't cool. know. Cool. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I think they can. Yeah. Yep. That's that. That's it. I think their their chances are lower. I mean, I I think with Steph, they probably have like around like a, you know, a fifty percent chance of winning, and without him, it probably goes down to like twenty five. But yeah, I think that's still, still a great chance. Like a one in four chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Catherine, what do you think? I don't think they get past San Antonio in a series without Steph Yeah, without Steph. Curry. Steph. Uh, I think because, like, I mean, I think they've been phenomenal without Steph so far. Like, I just, like, I think they've been playing so good. But uh, against San Antonio, I think they get tired. Yeah. You know, just I think. too many. Yeah. Too many it, people for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just get, they get worn out a bit. Mm. Um, but I do San think Antonio, they could be yeah. Cleveland. Yes, oh, I agree. For sure. I agree. Yeah, but I I don't think they get past San Antonio yeah. in the series without Steph. Um, Chris, do you do you see it? Uh, I think it's totally within the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you asked me this question like a week ago or a week, I'm like, no, yeah. never. Yeah, but they have been so good. And I was watching before I came over. I was, I was watching a, a Draymond Green's post game from last night. Oh yeah. And here's the thing that really catches because Freddie and I were talking about this on yeah. the way over. Chemistry matters, and the totally. more the more the more I watch interviews, the more I realize how much chemistry matters. And like everybody on that team, not only likes each other, like they bro down, but they have total faith in each other's abilities. Absolutely, and I think that is a real that's a real edge. I mean, San Antonio also has that. And, yeah, exactly. But I think and it's they're a, also special. Yeah, and they're yeah. also special. But I think I think it is a real possibility that they can win a champion. If they can get past I, I agree with what Catherine said. If they can get past San Antonio, yeah, they're going to They're roll I think over absolutely. But yeah, yeah, I think it's totally yeah. possible. Cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because clearly it's like the two teams that are miles ahead of everyone are the two systems. And like Atlanta is a really a really well defined system as well, but they don't have quite the talent, right? Um, but it really is getting to be a thing where it's like, yeah, you got lots of talent other places, but like OKC is is an example of like, can, how much can you do with two like mega stars, but no one else doing stuff in a lot of ways? I mean, that's, just not, that's, no, that's no, too too much of a shot at, at OKC. If I can put words but, in your mouth, like yeah. not as sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah, sweet. And Maddie, did we get you on that one? What do you think? Well, I think uh, all I can say is that if they do get through without him and win the championship, then like, are they a dynasty for the next six years, seven years, or something? Oh, they if might they be a dynasty yeah. regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. regardless. Um, although they're gonna have to lose Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, when the Raptors sign him in the offseason. So, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep this train moving. Um, I'll start with you, Matt. Who's your favorite non-Raptor team? Non-Raptor team. Ooh, favorite non-Raptor team. Um, I think I'd have to go with, right now, Cleveland. I just kind of want them to really... Matt! I, I know. It's a pretty sad I, city. Yeah. Like they could I use feel... some cheering up, I'm sure. <laughs> I I think it... I don't know. Just for the whole LeBron 
like legend, right? Like it would just be awesome. It's for true. Me. I'm not even like a giant LeBron fan, but I do like a good like legendary yeah. career thing, like you know? Zorro style. It's even Solid. with even with Kobe, who I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Uh, it was just like his whole stupid legacy thing was like, all right, for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Adam, who's your favorite non-Raptor team? I've kind of adopted the Clippers living in LA because I think they're just like, just like a ramshackle, just like they're kind of like the Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, like, oh, we're a bunch of idiots playing together. <laughs> and I, uh, wow. I really just you really weaved a story like together. The, the, just like the dummies of the NBA. I love it. Sweet. Um, Chris. <laughs> Um, bef- like when I was a kid, before there was the Raptors, it was the Atlanta Hawks for me. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, they had Spud Webb, who was short, and I really admired that about them. And we had TBS, so I could watch all of their games. Uh, so it's and now like it's still the Atlanta Hawks. Like especially now that they they have a system and they're fun to watch. And they're yeah, I like the Hawks a lot. Cool. All right, oh, cool. Uh, Catherine, favorite non Raptor team? Um, I'm an OKC fan. Nice. Um, I it it really is also frustrating being in OKC. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, they're they're my other team. But also, I just want to say, like, watching Golden State this year has just been so special. Oh, totally. And I have been nuts. I've Couldn't been rooting more. for them on like another level. Totally. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Um. Wait, uh, have we got to you, Kevin? No, no. Um, I was going to say Golden State is sort of almost my outside of the league <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Like, like a ex- favorite alien team. Yeah, mm-hmm. just excluding everything else about basketball. They're cool. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm normally a pretty big Spurs guy. I love, I've, I've, I like the Spurs. I've liked the Spurs since that Cleveland series. Like the first time LeBron was made it to the finals and Cleveland was just like, or in San Antonio was just like, no, and just like brushed them aside. I think I've liked them. That was when I was like, I love Popovich and Duncan and all these weird, boring guys. I love it. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been them for a little bit. Uh, this year, though, Portland. My God, yeah. Portland has been such a great story. Uh, Damian Lillard is so fun to watch, has like at once the coolest and dumbest nickname. Well, which is it, Kevin? Is, is it San Antonio, Portland? It's Portland. It's Portland. State. It's Portland, <laughs> darn it. Hey. I, just, I just wanted to say a bunch of things, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's just what we're like Kevin, Kevin's, Kevin's one of those guys who wears the j- NBA jacket with all the... With all the leather. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was. He's like the Raptor version of Flyer Man. That's, that's like the official jacket of guys who sell weed at yes. the coffee time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. that's that's the Parkdale uniform. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, for me, it's uh, Detroit Pistons. Um, pretty similar to Chris. Like, I actually love Van Gundy and love what they have going on now, but I do think it's going to take them some time. But uh, it's basically, um, I for whatever reason like their gross teal. Mustang horse jersey. Oh, like the Grant Hill. Very Freddy jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know why. You, it was like yeah. so tacky and I loved it. And then <laughs> I I also love that they were the ones that Michael Jordan had to like beat to like mm-hmm. become who he is. Like I love the Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. And I loved I I'm a big fan of Dennis Rodman, especially as a player. So I yeah, yeah. Pistons. I get that. I'm I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of like 80s and 90s basketball where you played it like hockey like <laughs> freddie and i've also talked about this so swings yeah. at each oh other. i totally dig that yeah no i was like i was watching when i was watching last night i was like 
you know, fuck, if this was 1993, someone would have judo through Goran Dragic already, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. done. You're, you're, on the, you're on the hardwood now. You're done. <laughs> Bill Ambeer would have, would like, I, if you just put Bill Ambeer in today's NBA, and you're like, he's not allowed to get a tech. Yeah. How many injuries would he cause through the course of 82 games? <laughs> oh, my God. Like Sorry, dozens, I just made that yeah. question up. Dozens. When I was, uh, f- fun fact about me, when I was on a middle school basketball team, I modeled my game after Bill Lambeer, oh, and I fouled God. out of every game. Yeah, they must I have loved you. I fouled out of every game. And, but there was one time so we were, scared to play against There was one time where we, where we were losing quite badly because we were not a good team. And the, te- the coach, who was a teacher, got frustrated and was like, okay, Chris, just go in and do what you do. <laughs> just go in and get expelled, awesome. Chris. Yeah. Um, oh, I cool. do kind of miss, like... Watching like that old New York team get into fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I feel horrible admitting it's that. It's probably yeah. better off that that's not a thing. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I get like that totally. Yeah. Oakley and Larry Johnson. Chris and Childs. Chris Chris Childs. Starks. Like, those John guys Starks. both against Indiana and Miami there mm-hmm. in the '90s to late '90s. I guess that mm-hmm. was. I mean that. I don't know why. That was fun to watch. Well, that was horrible. It was very dramatic. Yeah. They missed a lot of shots. But, <laughs> yeah. but it, it was very dramatic. Middling yeah. at best at actual basketball. Yes, yeah, yeah. That and part it, of the game was, was worse. Um, uh, Kev, do you have any more? That's it for me for NBA questions. Yeah, no, I think I think we can just wrap it on up with uh, one, one big final question here. Yeah. Um, guys, what's been your favorite moment, your favorite story uh, of these... 2016 NBA playoffs. Um, Adam, why don't you lead us off? Um, I think my favorite storyline of the NBA playoffs is how Adam Silver is the Justin Trudeau of NBA commissioners. (laughs) And that there has been this weird transparency for every foul that should have been called for every single game. Like the fact that like after every game, especially that San Antonio oh God, OKC yeah. uh, game where they came out and they were like, sorry, everyone, but five fouls <laughs> should have been called in the last 10 seconds of the game. And here's the ones we missed. And like the whole thing with like the DeMar DeRozan push off offensive rebound. It's like, cool it with all this weird stuff. Like Just- refs are only human and they can only see so much. So, and that last play with San Antonio and OKC, it was like, yeah, of course the refs didn't call any of those fouls. There was five in ten seconds. Yeah. yeah. A- apparently, um, Adam Silver wants to put a GoPro on every ref's head. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? They all have, like, heat rash from the straps. That, that's one of those jokes where it's close enough that yeah, it yeah. could be. It yeah. almost sounds yeah. like yeah, a real fair thing. Enough. Fair enough. It's a Beaverton headline. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Beaverton. Um, I would I would hate this. St- if I was a ref in the NBA, because it only looks bad upon the refs. Like, nobody else cares. Like, and it's yeah. impossible like to do call, it properly. Uh, a fan base will be mad for a day, and then it kind of just kind of forget about it. Like, yeah. the Pacers would be like, yeah, you push it off. But, you know, we lost. It was a tight game. But, like, if I'm the refs, it's just like, Oh God! Every game this is going to happen now. Like everything I don't see is going to be broadcast on NBA.com <laughs> and then talked about. Like it's brutal. Fair yeah, it's a tough job. Somehow that's Adam's yeah. favorite storyline. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Um, it's intrigue. Okay, who's up? Who wants to go up next? Chris, Catherine. I'll go. Um, and this this is this is a Raptor storyline, but Jonas like. Yeah, he's emerging. Mm-hmm. Like Jonas emerging because I feel like 
Raptors fans have kind of been waiting for this moment for like three years. It's true. And now it's happening on a stage where it's on national U.S. television, even if it's buried back on NBA TV. Uh, and the rest of the league is getting to watch because we've all been waiting for this to happen. Yeah. yeah. And now it's finally happening in the playoffs. I'm it's so excited. I am real thankful that Masai signed him to a pretty cheap extension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. After this playoffs, he'd be getting some kind of super duper max that would be tough for the Raptors to match. Yeah. Um, Catherine, what's your favorite storyline? I, I want to throw a quick question to the group. Oh, please. I just yes. thought of it if that's no, okay. yes. yeah, no. Uh, I, do you think DeRozan's playing himself out of a max contract? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I think objectively, yes. I think someone's going to give him a max. If if not us, then someone in, that will. is true. In that yeah. someone gives Dwight Howard a max kind of vein, yeah, yeah I, like like he's just because of the cap, he's just gonna get that money from someone. Yeah, like, I deserve it or not. I think there's a lot of different ways that can go based on the team, yada yada yada. But I am gonna say no, he's not playing himself out of a max contract because I think GMs will look at his playoff performance and they'll be like, here's how I would have made him more effective. And I think GMs are also like, this guy's 26. He's ninth in the league in scoring. And I'm going to have him through the duration of his prime. So I think just like from a sheer math perspective. Take the chance. People, yeah, right. first of all, I think we are. Yeah. Second of all, I think that yeah. if we don't, someone else will. Yeah. I'm I'm going to amend my answer from the initial hard yes to <laughs> should we is a whole different to, to yeah. he should be playing himself out of a max contract yeah but because of the new cap <laughs> it's crazy town now yeah, right? yeah exactly like, especially yeah. for the next couple of years like, it's nuts for money like like people like teams are now throwing around money like future at a strip club this yeah, is yeah, just totally. like like yeah somebody <laughs> will give it to you. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Adam? Have the Lakers already said that they're going to offer DeMar DeRozan the max? Oh, yeah. I think they did say that. That's that was right. like mid-year. That was a while ago, yeah. But, I mean, if you're the Lakers, but you're I, like, I, he's from Compton? I think the Lakers I think the Lakers can sign three players to the max this summer. I mean, I don't know if anyone goes. Also, yeah. what happens to Kyle Lowry if DeMar DeRozan leaves? That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. His know. best friend's gone. Oh, I'm sad thinking about. He was already best it. friends yeah. with Rudy Gay, though, so you know. It'll be sad <laughs> for uh, Westbrook if Durant leaves too. Yes. that's yeah. a sad That'll year a, in OKC. Yeah. With sad times. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I um, um, favorite storyline. I got derailed there. No, that's no, okay. that's a good derail. Could uh, be Demar's contract status. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, it. You know, it was that last 13 seconds of the San Antonio OKC game. Oh, that was yeah. insane. They that was were. Amazing. It was totally nuts. But also, like the internet's reaction to it yes. after the fact has been totally nuts. And um, so, yeah. I, I and also I watched it live and was just freaking out. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I was then, like, what is going yeah. on? Chris Weber was freaking out, and I was like. Like, that I don't know if I've ever heard somebody freak out like this, like Weber calling the game. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. That was he weird. lost it. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, there's like a missed call at the end of the game, but it's like people forget there's missed calls throughout yes. the game. Throughout yeah. the entire game. Right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it doesn't come down to that one thing per se, mm. but yeah, I found all of that very intriguing because I think it exposes a lot of like NBA flaws. Yeah, yes, for, sure. for sure. And I think um, like back to Adam's point or kind of like merging your two points, um, he – like that must have been tough for those refs because they reviewed that play at nauseum. Yeah. And even later in the day, they were like, well, there's about 10 things the refs got wrong on this play. Yeah. Like they went through every, from Adams getting held to 
Dion Waiters elbowing to Manu Ginobili stepping out of bounds. Yeah, like, yeah. they really went through every part of it. And it's like, man, I felt sorry for those refs. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you do when you lose control of the whole game when, like, do you just call jump ball at the middle of the court? Like, what do you do? Yeah, you, if yeah. you call a foul on one thing and you award the ball to the other team, like, the other team is like, wait, but he was holding my jersey. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I don't know. Can a ref just, like, blow the whistle and just be like, I don't know yet? And go to the, yeah, I wonder. Like something happened. Yeah, I don't know yet. Well, sometimes can we for, just like review it? I, that's like insane. But no, I no, mean, for out of bounds. That's almost plays. what they needed to yeah. do in that moment. They I've, do that for out of bounds. I've seen plays. that. Yeah, where their their signal is this, and yeah. they like appeal to their buddies. Cause, By cause, the way, yeah. uh, Kevin's signal was him spreading his. Hands it's out. in a shrug. Yeah, in a shrug. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite storyline, Kev? Uh, it, it's funny because it happened against us, but it was so nice to see Paul George, the superstar again. Mm. Um, I think he was, yeah, the, that is, yeah. I think he was the best player in the first round in the whole league. Uh, like on both sides, he averaged like 27 and a half points. He shut down our best player. It was, uh, it, if it wasn't happening against us, I would have been really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just happy for that guy. Yeah, I think if they awesome. had one more player, if they had one more all-star on that team, we would have been toast. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Especially if it was like Steph Curry. <laughs> um, what about what about you, Fred? My favorite storyline. Wait, did I ask you, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite storyline, and I'm glad Chris didn't say this because I found it on his Facebook wall, <laughs> is um, at uh, – in the area of Toronto, Vaughn and oh, yeah. Louder? No, Vaughn and... Yeah, yeah. Vaughn and something. Like, Vaughn, Vaughn and St. Clair yeah. area. Um, <laughs> people were called because they thought uh, um, there was gunshots in the area, but it was loud Raptors fans. And banging to my on knowledge, things. Banging, on banging things. on things. And I'm so proud of those people. I think the Raptors should give them a, like, like, I honestly Get them tickets. They should give them tickets, signed a bunch of things. It's like, that's one of the coolest, funniest headlines. I guess, I don't know how to feel about the neighbors who called the cops. It's like, I hope you're not, have an itchy 911 finger. Yeah. I hope that's not the scenario. It seems so, but hopefully not. It seems so, but it's like a waste of resources. Yeah. But I just love that. Oh. I just love that, like, the way that it scrolled down from, from, Instagram, yes. the, the the police feed being like... Yeah. Um, we, shots fired. Yeah, Never mind. Sh- yeah, four or five <laughs> shots fired. Yeah. We showed up. Loud, cool Raptors fans. Yeah. <laughs> setting, hopefully, a trend. Yeah. Um, let's, call, let's call some cops tomorrow So that's night, my favorite storyline. Um, <laughs> Matt, why don't, you, why don't you bring us on home with your favorite playoff moment? Oh, you know what it is? It is... Austin I, Matthews. No, I think it's Austin Matthews... <laughs> Yes, possibly coming to the city, 100%. But it is the Raptors fans and getting to watch the games with you hardcore guys. Because the listeners know I'm like two years in to being a, a hardcore Raptors fan. Yeah, so, you, like, you, you still care about too many other oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> being along for the ride and like, you know, after our first season last year, the Raptors got swept in the first round and... Looking at you guys after that, like we lost a lot. Look away, I'm hideous. <laughs> it was, I've just felt so bad. And now it's like, you know, even though you're you're a bit nervous in the second round, I feel like uh, it's been quite a journey. It's been a good ride. And it's, yeah. it's great for Toronto sports that we have a team in the second round. And, 
you know, if our star players can just start playing, then, you know. My God, can you imagine if Lowry shoots like 40% at any time? Yeah. Whole yeah. different ball game. In my mind, I imagine Lowry shooting 100%. It's mm. crazy. <laughs> you use your imagination better than me. Yeah, my imagination is yeah. crazy, guys. Um, That's horrible as a as a Raptors fan that you can't even imagine anything above forty <laughs> percent. <laughs> like your imagination. I've, I've been I've been pretty broken. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think that about does it for the pod. Yeah. Um, this yes. is our first ever like panel style show. Yeah. So if you liked it, let us know. Tweet at us or don't let us know, and we'll just like. We'll think just about guess. it. We'll just guess. Um, Catherine, we'll come to you. Thank you so much, Catherine. Do you have anything going on you want to plug? Uh, sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at it's me underscore Catherine, or you can read my articles on dimemag.com. Or cool. listen to her podcast. Or listen to my podcast, yeah. oh my God, called Down in the Post uh, on it's iTunes. great. There you go. I love it. Thank you. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dart, C-O-T-F, and... I'm writing things. They'll be on Twitter. I'm around. Cool. Adam, what you got coming up? I'm at the Adam Christie on Twitter. And I think I'm going to be doing a show in Toronto that I'm going to put on more details to come follow me on Twitter and I'll give you them. All right. Mystery. Um, I don't got anything going on guys. Go raps. Yeah. Go raps. Go watch those raps games. Go raps. (laughs) Hello. Anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Follow us on Twitter at Dunks Podcast. Check out all our episodes at dunkspodcast.com. It's good to be back. Um, all you you bros down at Jurassic Park. Dress warm. We've got more games coming. So uh, it's been a slice, and we'll see you again soon.